Blog Talk Radio. Hey y'all, it's Chad Bearden and you're listening to Weekdays with Murph. I'm trying to remember someone I can't forget. Like a song I don't know that I can't get out of my Hi, listeners, welcome to another edition of Weekdays with Murph. Uh, today on the show, we welcome super talented singer songwriter Lee Newton. We'll uh, 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 um, talk with Lee about her career, her uh, music, and, and anything she, she's working on that, that she can talk about, including her her a brand new album, which of course will 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 will. Uh, uh, touch on later, folks. You will absolutely adore Lee. She is the sweetest. So uh, I'm going to stop blabbering. And uh, with that being said, let's go ahead and welcome uh, the incredibly talented Miss uh, Lee Newton to the show. Hey, Lee, how are you? Hey, Murph. I'm so tickled to be here. We've been trying to plan this for a while, and I'm so glad that. All the stars lined up, and and here we go. <laughs> oh, me and you both. Uh, you, uh, uh, you know, uh, from the moment uh, you uh, performed at the Josie Awards this past October, I'm like, I need to get her on the show. Oh, I'll tell you one thing. That was one of the best moments of my musical being, and you know. Um, being a part of the JMA, this will be the fourth year, um, and, you know, they have done so much, um, not only for me, but so many independent artists, and um, they've really grown even just since I've sort of been with them, and I think they're celebrating their 10 years this year, and mm-hmm. um, just was very proud um, and very humbled and grateful um, that they um, – gave me that opportunity to fulfill my dream um, of being in that circle because, you know, it was something that was, you know, something so dear to me from being a child growing up um, with my dad and and um, him wanting me to tell me that I'm going to be on the stage of the Grand Ole Opry. And, um, you know, I know it wasn't for the Grand Ole Opry show, but my dad mm-hmm. didn't say that. He just said, you know, the stage of the Grand Ole Opry. So I'll You'll be on there. Yeah. I got to, right. I got to his dream I'm telling you um you know um having a replica my husband had bought me that replica of my dad's cab driver's hat and uh the badge that said Carolina and of course Carolina and and, um it was just a very emotional moment I really tried not to cry so I did really good I cried afterwards after I got off stage (laughs) um but, you know, everything was perfect. Um, the night was perfect. Everybody that was there getting to see all every, all my friends, you know, my musical colleagues that I have just become so close with, uh, K-Ship. And, I mean, it's just, just been Amy McAllister. I know you know all them, Trace Thompson, and, you know, just so many amazing artists. And um, it was just – it's just it was great to be a part of that. And, um, like I said, very grateful um, – that I've had the opportunities that I've had um, with them and, and been able to share my music. So um, I had a great band that played for me too. So I was, you know, I knew that I was backed by the best that night. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 you you, uh, you uh, mentioned trying not to cry. 
I would have been bawling yeah. like a baby. I'm not even going to lie to you. I would have been bawling like a baby. I'm telling you, you know, every time that I've sang that song, you know, that song was written as a tribute to my mom and dad, which both of them were, you know, passed away. My, my dad passed away when I was 11. And, you know, the song is a tribute to Carolina. It's a tribute to my mom mm-hmm. and dad. And, you know, and it was one of the first ones that my husband and I wrote together. And it's been very, it was just a very emotional song anyway. And it's kind of been like my anthem. And um, I've, I've opened up for so many people and played so many places. And I've done that song and performed it, you know, but when I, I play it on the stage, I've never sang that last line because the last line of the song you know, it says, tonight I'm on this Opry stage. I can almost mm-hmm. see my daddy's face proud of his girl mm-hmm. from Carolina. And I've never seen that. I always say, I'm, tonight I'm on Randy Travis's stage or tonight I'm on Diamond Rio's stage, you know, or tonight I'm on this Nashville stage. I would never say it until I actually got to be standing on that Opry stage. And, and that was such a huge moment. And my husband was in the front row, and mm. I was determined not to look at him because he was in the front row. I know he was crying. And um, I just couldn't look down at him. I knew that if I looked at him, I would lose it. And I really I wanted to show the emotion but really – Get get the song because um, you know it's hard to sing when you've got a big lump in your throat. <laughs> right. And, um, and you know, and I was just so close to my dad, and he's the reason you know that I'm a singer today. You know, he named me Brenda Lee. My first name's Brenda, so um, I was named after uh, Miss Little Dynamite, um, who had I did not know that number one. <laughs> had a huge number one this year with the Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah. She's on my bucket list to meet one day. Um, nice. But, yeah, so uh, it's always just a dream, though, um, to get to, to perform and stuff. And, you know, everything just – I've always performed throughout my life. But these last several years, so many amazing things have been happening. Right. right. And uh, and I wanted to talk a little bit about, uh, about uh, your – a brand new album. Uh, I've got to hear the the uh, the title track to that song or uh, uh, that album, and and I cannot wait to I I cannot wait to to uh, hear the rest of it. So 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 uh, so talk to me a little bit a bit about this new album. Okay, so you know this will be my fifth album in three and a half years. Um, I, you know, I released I just through my last album was my gospel album, um, which had um, duets from the, the who's who of country music. I mean, Rhonda Vincent and Joe Bonza with the Oak Ridge Boys, T. Graham Brown, Deborah Allen, um, and so on. And and so my new album, um, I really wanted. To, to push it in a different direction, I've grown a lot in these last few years. I don't want to stray from who I am, um, but I wanted to be challenged and, you know, as a, a writer, as a singer, you know, an artist, uh, you know, I'm so involved in everything from every aspect of, of my musical career. And so I really wanted to be challenged. So um, I've been 
buoyant about going and changing producers. And uh, I love my producer that has produced all of my, my albums. He is truly amazing. Um, and But I started working on this album with Dolly Parton's producer, um, Kent Wells and Dave Fowler. And I am just blown away uh, where they're taking me. They're They're really challenging me to take some risk with my voice, um, and you guys will hear it with, you know, the, the upcoming songs that, you know, will be released before the album release. First release of, off of it, and it'll be the name of the album is called Carolina Rain. And, um, you know, normally people don't release slow songs as their first single from an album, but um, I fell in love with this song, and um, it's just, it's just, it's it's bedded in my heart, and I I know that um, even people from not Carolina, all over. I mean, they're playing it all over the world. I mean, I'm in it's been number two in UK for the past two weeks, and um, you know they're I mean they're playing it everywhere, everywhere I turn, um, all over the the US and Canada and. Um, I'm like, but the, everybody that tells me, they're like, you know, it makes me feel home, no matter where, you know, it's not Carolina, but it, the, the the words in the the song and the the feeling of the song, the, the the song is such a magical song, and it's just got that feeling of just driving down the road and just feeling free. And feeling that home, that that you're back home, and those feelings that you had, you know, when you know when you're young, and you know, thinking about the memories that you have growing up and stuff. But um, that song is just like I said, people are really into it, and I'm so happy. Um, the right, and it's wild because I did not write this song, but everybody thinks I did because it's. I changed a few of the words to make it most definitely fit me, but. You know, the writers on the song is Tommy Barnes and Charlie Floyd, and um, the Charlie or, uh, Tommy actually wrote Indian Outlaw for Tim McGraw, and he um, wrote one of my songs uh, that was on the Unleashed album, my last country album, um, and he wrote If, uh, if I Was a Man. And um, I'm telling you, uh, this song, I, I, I'm just... I can't wait. I'm working on the video now. It's almost done. And um, I'm telling you, it's going to be super awesome. I cannot wait for you guys to see it. Oh, I can't wait to see it either. It's going to be just just incredible. Uh, now, I'm going to say this now, and I'll say it again at the end of the show, but uh, if there's ever anything that I can do for you, I don't care what it is. Uh, uh, um, don't ever uh, hesitate to reach out. Well, thank you so much. I mean that that means the world. And you know, you know, I'm an independent artist. So many others out here, and a lot of them, the artists now are independent. And you know, but being independent, you know, yeah, you do a lot of stuff on your own, but you still can't do it on your own. You you have so many people, and so many places that lend a helping hand and um you know i just never forget any of the people that have whether it be share something for me you know give me encouraging words um you know just anything i have i have had people 
um, just really come along this journey with me. And I've loved being able to take everybody along with me because I want them to be there. They're the reason that I'm getting to do this. You know, um, God's right. given me this talent and all of my friends, because I don't like calling them fans. They're not my fans. They are my friends. And um, they're like family. I totally get that. Uh, really, yeah. It's, you know, I just, I, I don't know. I've just never been able to say fan. Um, you know, I just can't. You know, I just, I don't know if that, I don't know. I just feel weird saying that. So, it's um, I you, just know, feel like... you know, I'm the same way with a show. I mean, uh, I say this all the time. I'm not famous enough to have fans. I, I'm not Brad Pitt or 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 Tom Cruise. I ain't famous enough. I ain't famous enough to have fans. So, uh, so I call I call them listeners. Uh, so, so I totally get where you're coming from with that. Yeah, you know, and and and, and I don't never want to be. That famous where I feel like, um, you know, I, I guess by saying that I have a fan or whatever, it's like I'm putting myself up on a pedestal and putting them in a different place, man, and, and I exactly. don't feel that way. Exactly. And I just feel that, you know, they're my friend, and they've really invested not only in my music, but my, my story, my life. Mm-hmm. And I'm very mm-hmm. open with, you know, myself, my whole story from the time I was little, you know, on up. Uh, my my songwriting is very you know autobiographical, and you know, but I'm very open with you know my husband, my my family, little cash man, um, mm-hmm. and people. They just they love to see people succeed and win, and if they don't, then they're not truly on your side. If, if they right. if they are if they're secretly not really truly for you, then they're not for your, on your side. They won't, if you want mm-hmm. you to succeed, they they would want, you know, they want you to broaden your horizons and they're going to be there to support. And, you know, I've had people come in my life and they've either, some people stayed, some people have, you know, went on and they, they you know, it's not that bad, but it's just that, they, that, you know, life happens and, you know, you don't mm-hmm. see somebody no more. And but then you have them come back in, and then you you know some you don't see no more. But I feel like God places everybody in your life for a reason and for the season. I know that I always said that, but I really do believe that. You know, you get these people, you know, and I I think they're like angels. You know, they come in and out, and they're just like oh they they help you through different parts of your life. I think you know. Um, right. I really honestly believe that. But I you know everybody that I've I've had around me. With the exception of a few, everybody's been right there and supportive, and um, and they've gotten me to where I am, you know. And and uh, and I always say this: I always say I'm loyal to a fault. Uh, uh, I always say it, if I believe in you and what you're doing, you're you're pretty much stuck with me for life. <laughs> no, I like that. Then I'm like, I, you know, and I know that people get busy and they do stuff, and you know, and they come and go, and you know, and, and especially being in different parts of the world, and you know, I know that you know it's hard, but when you you know that you are that friends when you can pick back up, or if I needed something and you, or if you need something for me, you'd be like, hey, you know, and I'm like, hey, there, yes, I'm here for you. What do you need? You know, that's right, you know, that's, exactly. That's, 
friend right there. Me may not, not talk every day. I have, you know, my, my, my circle is very close, like really, really tight. Um, mm-hmm. But I know so many other people that I just love and cherish. And, um, and it just, you and know, I, I remember that. going through my Facebook followers and I'm like mm-hmm. looking and I'm like, you know, trying just to see if there was any that I didn't know that, you know, maybe I could make room because I have so many people that do send me friend requests that do engage and I really want, you know, to know that, them to know that, you know, I want to be their friend, you know, and so I'm right. going through there, but everybody I'm looking at, and I'm like, oh, well, I know her, I know him, I know him, I know, you know, it's very mm-hmm. personal. There's There was nobody right. that I could, I could get rid of because I knew everybody, you know, so that was pretty wild. I mean, having oh, that totally. many and, and automatically saying, okay, yeah, I know them, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, good people, you know, there's just good people, and, and there's good people in this world. Oh, there definitely is. And, uh, and, uh, and let me ask you this. Uh, uh, I, I, know you, I know you've been in this industry for a while, so uh, if you could go back and change, and change one thing about your career to this point, would you, and what would it be? Oh, man. I would have gotten a backbone a lot earlier. <laughs> and I'm not talking as far as being in the, the business or, or, or singing. I would have got my backbone to all my exes that are people that <laughs> try to bring me down and they would fall in love with me and, and love the fact that I sang or love the fact that I was in a band or whatever. But that would and love my personality, but that would be the first thing that they would want to change. And so, you know, I have buckled throughout my life. You know, I've got older kids that are, you know, through with college and, and you know, they're 24 and 22, you know, and I raised them and I was in cover bands. I, I got to go to New York and sing with three original members of Skinner. You know, I was standing in between the original Honkettes, you know, and they call me Rookie Honkette, you know, and, and when I was in my 20s. And, but, you know, I let those people get inside my head and they tried to dim my, my, my lot and the, my love for music. And if I could change one thing, I would change that. But you know what? I think that maybe God did not want me to do that. He wanted me to live through what I lived through because um, where I am right now, is where I need to be. I've got, mm-hmm. you know, the perfect husband who just, you know, he is so supportive and I'm so supportive of his career and, you know, I've got a beautiful family and I've got a beautiful life with, you know, and I, I bet I've got all this knowledge from everything that I've been through and all this heartache that I've went through and all this joy that I've ended up with, you know, I've been able to really write and tell my story and that's been very, very great. It's been such um, been able to the unle the undamaged and unleashed album were my way of being able to heal from what I have went through and um, you know domestic violence and um, just a lot of stuff. And I'm telling you, music is therapy. Songwriting mm-hmm. is oh, therapy, totally. but it's why you. When you write something so personal, you have to. When you're a songwriter, you have to open up and you have to, you have to let it out. Stuff that you would not normally 
do, and you have to bear your soul. And when you do that, and God has given me these, these words to where it just didn't pertain to me when I put it out there and got it recorded and released it. I started seeing the power, the true power of music. And, oh, wow. I mean, when you start seeing how it's affecting so many people, and, I mean, I've, I've made so many friends, men and women, you know, from the songs that I wrote that they changed their life or they helped motivate them. You know, I really I always want to inspire people. I'm just that, that type of person. You know, I want to do good in in the world. And if I can help one person, then that, that's worth it all. Right. Uh, um, There's the same way with, with, with me and this podcast. Uh, this will be my, my uh, uh, 10th year covering music. And I can't even believe it's wow. been, it's been, I've been 10 years covering this, this, uh, this industry. But, uh, but I'm the same way. I mean, I feel like if this podcast can be a, uh, be a safe place for an artist to come, you know, and and share their music and their stories and just be heard in an yeah. industry where where uh, we both know that that's usually not the case. Um, I feel like yeah. um, I feel like my job's done, you know. Yeah. Uh, okay. So. Um, uh, something else I had for you, and we're 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 going uh, pretty deep with this question. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when when everything is said and done with your career, thirty uh, uh, twenty thirty uh, 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 years down the road, or uh, or, or or uh, however long that might be. Uh, 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 what impact or legacy would you like like to leave in this industry? Oh man, you know I've thought about that, you know, and you know I've always said that, you know, when it comes time, whenever the good Lord does either you know have me not be able to sing no more, not be able to be in the industry, or the good Lord decides it's time for me to go home, I. I, I just really always want people to know, and if they hear my name, I want them to automatically think, oh, man, Lee was always happy, always smiling, always trying to lift someone up. Um, that's what I want to be remembered by. I do, you know, I want to be remembered by the music, the songs um, that touch people. You know, I, I just want to be known as that person that um, that wants to do good. You know, I, I I want people to remember all those silly dances that I do and just full of zest and full of life. You know, that's what I want to for people to remember me by. Uh, I think we might be, I think we might be be separated at birth because because uh, <laughs> I, I feel the exact same way. I mean. I mean, um, I, um, like I said, uh, I've been doing this podcast for uh, for uh, twelve years overall now. Um, uh, um, ten covering music, and and I feel like when when everything's sitting down to the show, when it's uh, finally time to to uh, hang it up, 
which won't be for a long time. I'm uh, I'm hoping. Uh, yeah. Um, I feel like I just want to be be uh, uh, remembered for uh, uh, for just being a good dude. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, at the end of the day, that's what you know. Being a good person and having character and having morals and just just doing good. Just really having the common sense to not be a turd. <laughs> exactly. It's right. really like, you know, I mean, there's so much of that in this world. And and people have just truly lost. And, and social media, it's it's been great in some way to be able to help people, you know, communicate and do stuff. And, you know, it's, gave, it's opened the doors for a lot of stuff. But... It has also opened up the door to a lot of people that talk so mean and so big behind, you know, their phones or behind the keyboards, mm-hmm. and they just feel the mm-hmm. right to be able to say whatever they're thinking, and they don't, they don't even think of the consequences of what some of the stuff that they say, you know, could can affect somebody, you know. Um, I, it just it blows my mind, um, you know, how people can do, and so that's what I want to um, try to weed out. I want, you know, those those type of people, you know, and, and not saying, you know, but but just some people just need to just stay off of of, of the internet if they're going to be that mean. Put the phone and down and back away slowly. Just, I understand. Yeah, not even just. The, but just this, you know, in the world, they're, you know, but we see right. more on the internet, and they, they, um, you know, it's just, it's like whatever, you know, everything that's going on with, you know, if anything, you could do anything wrong, you know, especially, you know, if you're on a bigger platform, you know, than what, you know, basically I am, because I'm just a little peon, I'm a nobody, um, but, you know, it's like people just go from one thing to the next of what, um, you know, is the big happening thing that's happening, you know. And then within a week or two, the society ends up forgiving them. Most of the society forgives them, and then it's never talked about again. But, it, you know, it's just, I guess, the world that we live in. I guess I'm just, you know, I'm I'm just the type of person that just uh, just tries to, to make everything right. <laughs> I don't want conflict. So, <laughs> okay. so uh, um, we've only got maybe about maybe uh, five or six minutes left here. So, I did want to touch on uh, what's coming up for you. Um, I know we talked a little bit off air um, that you were judge were 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 just nominated for a uh, award show in Germany. So. Okay. Yeah, so, two awards. I'm like blown away, and just this past week, um, you know, I've gotten um, two um, award shows where I've gotten nominated. Um, the ISSA, I uh, just it's my first time being nominated there, but you know, Entertainer of the Year, and um, just you know, a lot of there's four four nominations for that, and then. The, you know, the Red Carpet Award Show in Holland, um, it's going to be in Germany um, this year, and they've got, you know, amazing nominations for that. And like what we were talking about before we come on, just, you know, for songs that 
have not even been nominated before, you know, Working Girl Blues, the one, you know, I, I did that with Leona Williams and Pam Tillis and Leroy Parnell, and uh, we got um, two nominations for that. And me and my husband recorded a duet um, for actually for our wedding day um, and was released on our wedding day. It'll be on my album uh, that's coming out early summer, but um, it's called, you know, Born to Be Your Woman, and um, it got several nominations. Um, I'm wanting to say like three um, nominations for it, and um, so just so excited. Even my song, Your Hat, um, that I wrote, um, it got nominated. Carolina got nominated twice. So, um, and then we've been asked to... um, to do something very special on stage there, so I'm I'm really excited. There's so much coming up. Um, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on with you know the Texas Music Awards too, um, and I've got several shows lined up that that's going to be really um, amazing. I cannot wait to 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 release those uh, shows, but uh, we're getting all the fine details and signing contracts and stuff, but, um, you know, I've got several people um, that I'm opening up for this year. You know, last year, gosh, it was amazing getting open up for Randy Travis, and, you know, I've opened up for Ronnie Millsap and Diamond Rio, and just, oh, mm-hmm. my God, it's just you know, been amazing. Like, I, this year, I'm just um, letting, we're going to let God keep leading the way, and, you know, I know that he'll make everything happen. Absolutely. Uh well, um this has been so much fun. Thank you again for doing this. Oh my gosh, Murphy! I, I mean, if you ever need anything, you know who to get in touch with. I'm I'm here. So, and I just yes, thank ma'am. you so much for giving not only me but you know so many people over all these years, uh, you know, a platform to be able to come on and and I really truly appreciate that so much. Absolutely, you know, you know. And like I said, uh, I think over the over the past past ten, ten even twelve years, um, I and I think I've accomplished this. I've wanted to create a safe space where there's 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 absolutely no judgment, no uh, uh, um, um, people can 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 can. Can uh, talk about about um, their careers, their music, and just just be heard. You know, just like I said earlier. Exactly, and, and you know, and it's people like you that that have these platforms for us to do it. And you know, I know I'm probably saying that you know something that you've not you know you've probably heard millions of times, but I'm going to say it again. You know, I just really thank you for. For, for doing that and actually, you know, reaching out and, um, you know, won't invite me to come on your show. It's such an honor. Uh, uh, you, my friend, have an have open invitation back to the show anytime, and I'd love well, to have you thank back. You. <laughs> thank you so much. All right. Uh, uh, so I think I'm going to... Uh, Gonna uh, let you go and let you get back to your evening, but but I did want to say, uh, even in even in this 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 little 
30 minutes we we uh, spoke and uh, and the times we spoke on social media I definitely consider you a very very dear friend. Um, well, I do you too. I really do, and um, I look forward to a lot more years to come because we're not going to hang up our hat just yet, are we, Marsh? <laughs> no, ma'am, we're not. Uh, I say this all the time, uh, but 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 I go. Um, I'm going to keep, keep doing this till y'all tell me to shut up. <laughs> yep, that's the way I am. It's like I told them this year. I'm like. You're going to get sick of seeing me. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right, Lee. Um, um, I'm, um, I think I'm gonna gonna uh, uh, let you go, like I said. But but uh, uh, but you've got a uh, open invitation back anytime. I appreciate that so much, and thank you so much for having me on your show. All right, I'll talk to you later. Okay. All right, bye. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed our our interview with uh, the lovely Miss Miss uh, uh, Lee uh, uh, Lee Newton. Okay, next week we're not having a show because because your boy is going on vacation, uh, going to the beach and and escaping this forty something degree weather. <laughs> so uh, I think with that, I think I'm gonna. Uh, in the episode right here. Uh, you've been listening to uh, uh, Weekdays with Murph. Thank you and goodbye.